Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Katie. Hey, Brittany. So I don't have kids, but I have a big family and I, I have a lot of friends with kids and I hear from families a lot about how it's sometimes hard for them to find shows and movies to watch together as a family or even to let their kids watch on their own without them being in the room because it's it's a weird world out there, right? Like there's a lot of things we don't want our kids consuming. And as parents, I think there's definitely a a real reason to be concerned about that. So I was I was thinking about this and I was thinking about my own childhood and the the kind of TV and movies that were around then. And it made me think about this issue a lot. And I wanted to talk a little bit today about not only like what has changed over the years, but what are the options for families out there? What are what are some things you can watch with your kids or let your kids watch alone? Or is there is there anything? So just to, to jump into it, um, what made me think of this is I was thinking about one of my favorite shows from the 80s and 90s, and it was called Full House. And it was I loved it. Like I would, I would wait. It was on Tuesday nights. It used to be Fridays and Tuesdays. And I like, that was my whole reason for living until I was nine years old. And it was just a really cheesy family friendly show. The jokes were, you know, so bad looking back at it, but it was this show that always made you feel good at the end and it was appropriate and it was always some, you know, good moral lesson. And it was something that, uh, you know, my parents could walk in the other room and not worry what we were being exposed to. And I was like, I don't know that there's anything like that that exists anymore. Because even cartoons and things like that, I feel, have gotten a little bit different. And I think sometimes it's because they cater some of them towards the parents watching because mm-hmm. like, the and, and I know this being around kids a lot, that sometimes you get sick of the movies. <laughs> you get sick of watching <laughs> the same movie over and over again. They do want to entertain parents. But so I was just, yeah, I just got to thinking about that. And all my nieces and nephews, you know, what is there to watch? And Katie, as somebody who is a parent, what, what is your opinion on this? Do you think there are a lot of family-friendly options out there? So, yeah, no, I don't. Um, what we've done with our kids, first of all, we never had cable. Um, so we yeah, used, same. Oh, wait, yeah, as, so, with your kids or growing up? Um, with our kids. And we didn't, my parents and I, like in my family, we didn't have cable until I was like a lot older. Same, so we just same. Watched, yeah, like network television. I yeah, watched, we had like you know, four channels. House. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Full House, Growing Plains. And it's so funny. It's been so funny explaining to my kids that our shows came on on certain nights, like only. And and if you missed it, like that was it. Like you couldn't go back and watch it. So so we all actually gathered around our TVs at a certain time on a certain night because that was our only chance to watch our shows. <laughs> like that was so foreign to my kids when I was explaining it to them. Yeah, it's um, – it's oh, go on. Yeah, please. Uh, yeah, anyway, so um, we did start with our kids as they started kind of watching TV or wanting to watch TV. You know, luckily, I guess, we were already kind of in an era where streaming had started. And so we had the options to introduce our kids to a lot of the things that we liked. So our kids kind of started watching the shows that that we had watched. And – and so that's been really helpful being able to have kind of those, I guess they're like vintage shows now, <laughs> but, um, but it, it was stuff that we, you know, that we watched and that they can watch. So I think it's safe if you can find stuff from back then to watch with your kids. We also, our kids loved, and we always 
put on for them um little bear it was this maurice sendak just the like most wholesome adorable show so there were a few and i think little bear was like on maybe it was nickelodeon a long long time ago but like that would never fly on nickelodeon anymore like kids aren't i don't know if it's kids aren't interested in it or parents are but so yeah, it's it's really, really hard. We have to try really hard to find family-friendly movies. You know, like I said, we kind of always went to movies that Doug and I grew up with when we were kids or when we were young. And those 80s and 90s movies are still pretty, pretty good. But it's really hard to find anything. I mean, you have to sit with your kids. I know even I remember um, when we first started homeschooling our kids, we were using IXL. It's a company that does like a math curriculum. And we, our daughter called us in one day, totally freaked out because there was an ad in her IXL, like in her, what is the word I'm looking for? Like in her lesson, there was a pop-up ad and it was for like a horror movie and it totally freaked her out. And and it became like kind of a thing. This was like the early 2000s and they like apologized and fixed it or whatever, but it was like. Even our kids' curriculum that we thought was just teaching math, there were these ads that were not at all kid appropriate. And the thing about it is, like, once your kids see it, they can't unsee it. And so, you know, not every parent views the same things as being appropriate for their kids. Like, we're all, we all have our own, we have our religious beliefs, we have our, you know, our family cultural beliefs and stuff. And so, there isn't going to be like one thing that every family says, oh, yeah, this is perfect for everyone. But it's like, man, you can't even escape some really raunchy, really like kind of dead inside um, mm-hmm. things getting in front of your kids' faces, and and you can't you can't undo it once they've seen it. So I don't know. I mean, YouTube is crazy. I was going to say, and YouTube is problematic too because then you can watch anything. Yeah, and and I feel like I've seen it happen in like some of the shows that my son has has liked or YouTubers that he's wanted to watch. I'm always like, because he's 14, and so I always want to watch you know them first or watch them also. And and what I've noticed is the content um, isn't generally bad. Like if it's a gamer or a YouTuber, you know they they keep it pretty okay because they know that the parents are paying attention. I think, and that's where they get their money. Like they want the parents to be approving of what they're doing. But the ads or the suggested videos, it's like, it's hard not to feel conspiratorial. It's hard not to think um, whoever's running this, whoever's in charge of, you know, either setting the ads or maybe it's YouTube's algorithm, like they are exposing kids to a little bit worse, a little bit more, a little bit harder of everything that they're like, it's like they're approved to watch something that the, the ads and the suggested videos are definitely pushing the line. And mm, I mean, that's interesting. Yeah. And it almost feels like, you know, it is on purpose. I don't know. No, that's, I didn't think, I don't actually never knew that, but that's, yeah, that is, that's crazy. And I think, so I, I think it's hard to, for parents, especially because in the economy and the way we live now, it's also, I think more and more both parents have to work. And mm-hmm. so I think there's even more of an opportunity for kids to be alone and watch it. You know, even if it's in, you're in the other room, if you're working from home, watch mm-hmm. something else. And so there's a lot of worry. I know like my my brother works in the YouTube space. And so mm-hmm. his kids are very integrated in that world. And for a lot of times, I know like he's feels pretty good about like having them watch certain like Mr. Beast YouTube videos because I know mm-hmm. that that – but I don't even know if – I don't know enough like if they're all family. You know, it's just – 
family friendly. Like I, it, it would be so confusing for me as a parent to know when to trust that. And, you know, when Katie and I are preparing for this episode, I'm, you know, we're thinking like, oh, what, what should we offer for suggestions? And we both were like, we don't know that there are any, which I actually thought was even more interesting because, you know, we talk about market solutions all the time. And so I think that leaves that open for like, look at all the space in the market for someone, maybe one of our listeners now to come along and invent something or create something that that gives families more options for content. And I know um, my family loves VidAngel, which mm-hmm. is software that that edits things out. Or it doesn't, I don't think for legal reasons, I actually think they can't say edit because there was a big lawsuit about <laughs> We did about not this. just say that VidAngel edits. We did not just say edit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I, I don't, and I'll be honest, I'm not entirely sure how it works. I know my parents absolutely love it, but you can I think like, filter is the word that they you use. Filter, like filters. Yes, filter. And you, but you like buy... The th- I, you filter. You filter out things you don't want to see. And, and so like my parents love that. Yeah. And that's – VidAngel is so cool because like I was just saying that every family kind of has their different things. Like some people just want no like, you know, explicit content and some people want no language or explicit content. Like there's all these different things that that parents feel comfortable with their kids being exposed to and, and that they don't. And so the cool thing about VidAngel is that you can really kind of set your preferences to what it filters. Um, and, and that's, I mean, super customizable and a super cool solution. Um, one of the things that I've encountered with my kids in, um, in vid with VidAngel is that I don't know, it's like, yeah, you can watch this movie that's maybe, you know, rated R and it has all this like really bad stuff in it. Um, and sure you can filter it, but then like, I don't know, then you've still seen that movie. And then mm-hmm. like when you're talking to other people, then then you know they'll be like, oh yeah, I saw that movie. And their friend who watched the non-VidAngel version of it was like, oh yeah, what about this part and what about that part? And you're like, Ah, like we we purposely didn't we let that part, that part. We skipped <laughs> that part. So even still, I mean, it is a good solution. But then it's like as your kids get older and they see those versions, um, it reminds me a little bit of my husband <laughs> plays the guitar, and he always sang like all of our like '90s songs to our kids. You know, he'd like come up and sing to them while they were getting ready for bed, and we'd do these big family sing-alongs. And he'd be like singing Nirvana and Pearl Jam and all these like '90s bands. And our kids grew up on those songs, but he would like edit out parts of them and make them like kid appropriate. And then our kids so grew up. Yeah, our like kids saying, up. saying the wrong words. Yeah, and now they're like, um, I just heard the real version of that song, and Dad, you should not know that song. That is so funny. It is. Oh, funny. That's, I love that. That is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of happens with Fit Angel, you know, like when they talk about the movie, then. Anyway, you just still have to be so choosy and so careful. VidAngel is a fantastic product. It's such a great, like we said, like market solution, but you still have to be careful. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. Which again, I think is, oh, go on, please. No, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to add on to that, you know, just say like, that's why I'm hoping somebody else comes along with a solution. But yeah, please, whatever you were going to say. Well, I think I was just going to move on to, to talking about you know, obviously the Tuttle Twins cartoons are awesome. And when we're talking about um, VidAngel and um, I think Angel Studios, there Mm -hmm. is, we talked earlier about when we were kind of brainstorming through our list, there are some wholesome shows. There are some um, like streaming services that are emerging that kind of specialize in family-friendly, wholesome things. 
Um, I think maybe Ben Shapiro is trying to do something with that. Um, no, that's right, because he's got movie company or something TV going on. Yeah. Something. Yeah. And so I think, and obviously, we have the Tuttle Twins cartoons, and, you know, that's becoming, you know, very successful, very mainstream. I run into people in rural Kansas. And when they find out that I do work with the Tuttle Twins, they're like, oh my gosh, I love your cartoon. I'm like, really? That's awesome. <laughs> like you just organically found it. You know, that's such a cool thing to see how it's, you know, spreading and becoming so successful like that. So there are things and there are places we had talked about, you know, the chosen for religious families. That's very family friendly. So there are a lot of kind of um, specialized to be family friendly products that are emerging and Obviously, there's room for more, but just as far as like, what can you just turn on that's mainstream that you could set your child in front of like we did um, when we were kids? I don't know that I've encountered anything and I've raised, you know, seven kids to adulthood. (laughs) I don't know that there is anything. Yeah, no, that's and it does make me kind of long for for the the good old days, and you know that's probably why I I am constantly watching old shows for my upbringing, even before my upbringing. I love I love Lucy, which was before mm-hmm. my parents were born. Like I love these old shows, so that's that's another option. Uh, you know, there's always the the older shows that are that are pretty safe, but I think it's a real problem, and I think it's something you know. I don't think, like I said, I don't I don't even have kids, but I don't think it's something you have to have kids to recognize is 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 an issue, right? That we definitely need more family-friendly entertainment. Well, and it's something that's interesting. I guess maybe we can, can close here in just a sec, but I, one of my kids said something really interesting to me. Um, we were talking about a show and I was saying like, well, that's not really appropriate. Like, or I think Doug and I were discussing a movie that we had watched and um, one of our kids was like, oh, well, I want to watch that too. And we said, well, no, you know, it's not really for kids. And the question that was thrown back was, well, then why is it okay for you? And Ooh, and it yeah. did give me, you know, it's a little pause and you say like, oh, <laughs> am I an absent-minded consumer of things that maybe aren't the best for me? Like, are we as careful with ourselves as we are with, you know, our kids? And if we're not, like, why not? I don't know. Yeah. It's just something to kind of think about. Like, the world um, could use a little bit more goodness. <laughs> everywhere. So everywhere. It, it did kind of reframe the way that I thought about movies and shows and and I do it is in the back of my mind all the time. I'm like, "Oh, well if I wouldn't want to watch this one with one of my teenagers, like maybe I could find something else to watch that's more uplifting or, you know, just better." Yeah, no, exactly. And I I I really would like to encourage people to leave comments if you're if you're watching or listening to this episode because I would love to know. I want, mm-hmm. you know, I think it'd be interesting for us to know if you guys have found solutions or, you know, things you're struggling with. Uh, yeah, I would love, love for you guys to, to comment and chime in on what you think, but we will leave it at that. You guys don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and share with friends. And until next time, Katie, we will talk to you later. All right. Bye. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.